0: Hi everybody. Welcome back to Waves of Change. I am Dr. Man Kit Lee. I'm here today with wonderful Diana Chu. Hi Diana Hi. so Hi, we mm-hmm, we are uh, practicing clinicians in the Bay Area, San Francisco, California, and uh, we are going to be talking today about a very poignant topic, and that is quarantine and relationships. Oh. Very interesting indeed. So, Diana, do you know that right now um, the divorce rate in China has skyrocketed? Oh, yeah, because well, because they had um, like several months of quarantine and uh, and and they uh, couples are you know they're very busy and they have their own separate lives and now they're forced to live together and they're like oh you're always this terrible? Oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> so yeah, divorce yeah, lawyers so more are... people yeah. are
1: filing for divorce. Uh,
0: a lot more people are filing for divorce after this oh, quarantine. No. So I'm hoping that today's episode we can kind of talk a little bit about that and uh, potentially see if we can, you know, uh, lessen the impact of that Or here. help
1: you out a little bit.
0: <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully. But let's talk about... Relationships where um, you're not living together, right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a distance. So, what's what's your thought around that one?
1: So it's kind of like forcing people to have a long distance relationship right now, right? Mm-hmm. Even though if you live like um, like ten minutes away, right? Like um, like the the government doesn't want you guys uh, want us to interact with other people, and so um, basically. Like there is a press in like long distance relationship and uh, potentially if your your partner is in a different country even, like you cannot like really easily visit them right now. So I'm thinking about like how distance relationship, um, it's actually going to be more, you know, like help, like prominent right now. And, um, and maybe you are experiencing that as well.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I I definitely hear that, right? Um Mm -hmm. what about like relational needs? Any tips on how we can meet those?
1: Yeah, like I think like in the last episode you mentioned about the passive social interactions. Mm -hmm. And so like when you're doing something, when you're cooking or like watching TV or petting the dog, like you you kind of like have the other person um available in the virtual way. It could be like Skype or, you know, uh, any platform that you use. So it feels that like someone is um, with you, uh, mm-hmm. even though you're alone. Because the 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 main issue of like the distance relationship is making you feel lonely, right? And that's mm-hmm. not good for your mental health.
0: I see, I see. Um, I remember there was a website called, I think it's called Ra- RabbitCast, R-A-B-B-I-T-K-A-S-T. And it's mm-hmm. like a a program that folks can use to watch shows together, oh. right? So, like, say for example, I was watching Game of I was when I was in Hawaii, right? My fiance and I were watching Game of Thrones, and we used it. So when I pause the video, paused it paused for her. So it's it's a way of us feeling like you know. We're We're watching watching it together, together. and we have, like, a FaceTime going on simultaneously, you know. It's a lot of bandwidth, but it was worth it, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, internet is really important right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that uh, we want to talk about is, like, sexual needs. So Mm -hmm. how can you fulfill sexual needs in a long-distance relationship? Mm-hmm. So some actually.
0: sex therapists will talk about like say watching porn together perhaps. You mm-hmm. can probably use video chat. Um I I do believe kind of maintaining that that sexual need component in a relationship is important and also to have an open relation open discussion, right? Not open relationship, yeah. I almost slip on that one. No, open discussion, honest discussion about um how we can accomplish that doing these Times where we can't really see one another.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, like starting an open relationship right now might not be the best idea.
0: <laughs> it's a very bad idea. <laughs> I it's do not a bad idea it's, right it's, it's frowned upon at this moment, right? Yeah, in this environment. Um, exactly. What about single folks?
1: Ah, oh, I I feel you. It's it's hard because like the companionship is like you know like you like most of the single people, um, their their work is like their social interactions or they have like a bunch of friends, but then at the same time right now, you can't go see them. And so living alone or you are away from your family or out of like in a different country, um, away from your family. Um, I think like those like people or or people that you know, like you might want to reach out to them mm-hmm. and um, create that support system and net- network for yourself or for your friends.
0: Mm. I wonder if there's like a a singles quarantine dating online group right now. <laughs> that would be very interesting, like a online lonely hearts club of quarantine folks, you know.
1: I think that might like, That 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 is a thing. Like I think that that's going on right now, Lee. Maybe we have to like jump on that too. Like, we should jump on this it.
0: right now. Okay. Oh. I bet you there's something like that in Hong Kong though. Really? I, I I I don't know, but I bet because like in Hong Kong, it's in China, it's more like say collectivistic. And they're used like, Japan too. They kind of used to kind of this group dating dynamic. I'm I'm sure a lot of that has moved on to WeChat because of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I need to look into it, know. but it's interesting. Um yeah. so. Um, can you talk more about, uh, homes that might not be as safe?
1: Yeah. You know, like one of the things that I think about, um, immediately when the shelter in place, um, policy is like in place in, uh, California or San Francisco is, um, the clients or the kids that I work with who might not have a safe home. When I'm, and when I say safe home, that means, uh, uh, maybe a shelter physically or psychologically like living with someone or a parent who is um, psychologically like abusive you know I f- really feel for those kids or like those um, people right now because it is actually um, really difficult like a lot of times like when 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 teenagers have like um, a toxic relationship with their families they try to go outside like you know like they try not to go home as much to avoid those um relationship but now they're stuck with them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a very sad situation and i hope that like if you are a therapist or a counselor um out there um pay attention to those clients that you have that might need more support right now
0: absolutely it's um it's difficult, yeah. And especially because of these times, the stress level does go up quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I wonder if the CPS is still working with, in, in this situation. I think it's essential services.
0: Oh, but- absolutely. It's essential service.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not sure if they're working or not, but I'm saying they are essential services. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I, I I hope that like if you're in a toxic um home environment right now, like really think about like how can you set your own boundaries or like how can you um make yourself safe by having an emergency contact, for example, or like have a place that you could create at home internally or externally. Um, if you could go for a walk or or you know, put on some music um on your with your headphones so that you could be um like have a have a have a different mindset
0: and just kind of throw this out there um for those who are not feeling safe please do call 911 um okay. of course uh, you can also call the national domestic violence hotline and that is 1-800-799-7233 that's 1-800-799-7233 uh, that's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Lee. For sure. So,
1: like, how about the people um, that is living together, stuck together,
0: stuck together? <laughs> this I brings was, up. I was talking mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. my
1: partner that, like, um, I am thinking, like, this period of time might be the time that because we live together, mm-hmm. uh, might be the time that we see each other the most. Like hmm. in our lifetime until we retired or something.
0: Oh, I'm never retiring. <laughs> You're never <laughs>
1: retiring. You it's
0: economy? No, I'm never retiring. I'm just gonna, I don't know. I'm just going to die it's in a session. Really, it's
1: <laughs> a really interesting um, time to have that much time with your family.
0: That's very true. And kind of brings me back to the book by Esther Perel a Maiden in Captivity to talk about enmeshment and separation how enmeshment is important in building bond and decreasing anxiety but also decreases um, lust right? passion and at the same time separation increases our anxiety but at the same time it does increase lust and passion um, yeah. the idea of having a balance between the two is important so when you live with a partner um, during these times, yeah, you might get a lot more enmeshment in because you're together, but Mm -hmm. you might start to feel things are kind of getting dull. You're not as excited to see the other person. The spark spark is kind of, you know, kind of waning a little bit. And that's perfectly normal because, you know, because the situation enmeshment goes up. But I do have several tips that I want to share to see if we can kind of curtail what ha- was happening in China a little bit from happening here. First of all, I want to talk about uh, personal boundaries and space. Um, so before when we have work, right, we are physically separated, um, but now I'm working from home. She's working from home. We're right here. Maybe
1: in the same room. May-
0: well, per- so that's what I'm saying. i talking about, right? Um, one of the things that would be helpful is to really see if you can separate your living spaces to, uh, your space and their space, right? At least temporarily, right? Somewhere you can kind of retrieve to when you want some alone time. Now, me personally, I need a lot of alone time. And I mean, mm-hmm. a lot. So I definitely need my own personal space where I can unwind, check in with myself. And yeah. mm-hmm, go yeah, ahead. Like
1: I, I was uh, reading somewhere and uh, one of the clinicians uh, have a joke that like uh with couples therapists they're telling people who are working from home together to have an imaginary coworker at home.
0: Oh, blame, I like that.
1: And blame the dirty dishes or like the 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 loudness of the TV or you know like or or like how loud your zoom meeting is um on that coworker. So like on that imaginary coworker. So it's it's actually like some of like like the creative ways of like Putting the frustration and distancing it at the same time, like expressing the 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 um the frustration and distancing it, yeah, I
0: hear it, I hear it, I hear it, yeah yes stacy I um, apologize to anyone named Stacy, but yes, Stacy, turn down the t v stacy
1: respecting it's a joke, i think it's, it's a I like it,
0: I like it um. Like I said, respecting working from home, right? When someone, if your partner's at work, they're at work. Yes, they might be physically there. You may want to say, hi, do you want, you know, do you want to have a sandwich or do you want to have soup? Well, they're... Yes, they're physically there, but they're working. Kind of like respecting their mental space of where they are. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, on Being very honest about one's needs for personal space, right? We live in an era where we don't think we need personal space, and we see other people's need for personal space as a sign of rejection. Um, I want to highly encourage that people to understand that we all need bonding time as well as personal space, and we need to have a balance for us to thrive. Um, several things we can do is first we can build a schedule for self-time couples time fun times right you might want to watch netflix family family time yeah of for couples who well if you can manage it schedule dates with one another dress up all fancy like and just eat downstairs who knows (laughs) right you can can do fun stuff you can do fun stuff
1: i think building a schedule is really important for kids as well for kids um, as well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like telling them that, like, okay, this is the time that you um like do something creative. This mm-hmm. is the time that we're gonna do something physical, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or this is the time that we could use the screen time right now, so that mm-hmm. when a um, person, especially a young child, have um you know expectation of the schedule they actually create normalcy and like um uh so that they could know what's going to happen next and that mm. will actually create the amount of um anxiety they have in there um because like of like the uncertainty of what's going Predict-
0: to happen. Next. so increases predictability exactly i love exactly. that yeah wonderful yeah um. So, because uh, in last podcast we talk about resiliency and change, right? Right now, relationship has to change. The boundaries mm-hmm. have to change. We have to be a more flexible, right? And to be able to negotiate, what are these new boundaries? So far, significant others and family members, I find as incredibly important. And as a couples therapist, as some couples work might be to help your patients negotiate that new boundaries using you know phone sessions right um yes. i think that's very important um
1: yeah sometimes we forgot that like relationships are changing
0: oh yeah oh all yeah, the sure. time all the time and
1: it's just like this is like highlighting the fact that like yes when there is a big event that happened in life relationship change, how you interact with other each other changes
0: mm-hmm, for sure yeah, and of course, willing to maintain our relationship any way, shape possible. Maybe through phone call, social media. Just stay connected, right? Have your personal space at the same time. Do stay connected.
1: Yeah, um, call your aunt.
0: <laughs> call your aunt, right? So, <laughs> how can we build new relationships right now?
1: Wow, that's a really interesting question. So, rather than like maintaining, well, well as well as maintaining. Like relationships that we have already, um, is it possible to build new relationships? Um, I think it's it's interesting. Like that's a very interesting um, question, and there is the possibility of doing it. I don't know through uh, uh, having a virtual single like group, <laughs> like getting you- to know more more people.
0: Okay, real talk though, if if you we can if someone can start a relationship right now there is so much separation because you can't see each other so they can spend like two three months of just like straight up flirting like hardcore flirting and then at the end of it y'all meet explosion of fireworks right take advantage of this
1: That's that's the best case scenario but the we, but the not so good scenario is that you have really high expectation of the person who's gonna you're gonna date because of like not seeing each other physically. And then like when you meet each other it's like,
0: oh, too bad, right?
1: That could happen too. That
0: could happen. I mean, I did watch like Love is Blind, the show on Netflix. Oh, you did. I did. I did. Don't judge me, but I did. Yeah. So it's kinda of like that, right? Um <laughs> Right. So before we uh, wrap up, I do want to uh, make a clarification on a statement I made earlier. Uh, all kind of relationship, as long as it's healthy, is wonderful. If you have a monogamous relationship, is yes. wonderful. If you have an open relationship, it's wonderful. I said it's frowned upon earlier. I mean to say it's frowned upon if you were to say, you know, start new physical relationship with, you know, people we don't know right now. Uh, But whatever relationship orientation you are right now is amazing and is wonderful, but do Mm -hmm. protect yourself. uh, No matter what you do, please do protect yourself. I just want to make that clarifying statement before someone says, Dr. Lee discourages open relationship. No, no, no. Do you, do you people? Y'all are amazing. You do, you. do you. You do you. Yeah, I'm here to support you. You do you. Uh, <laughs> but yes, do you while being safe.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Lee. Um, and uh, I'm glad that we have this online podcast relationship that we uh, created and maintained. And potentially it will, it will shift us well because now we have more time.
0: You know what? I'm very grateful to have this relationship with you too, Diana. So good times, good times, and more good times will come. All right, everybody, stay safe, and I'll see you in the next episode. See you. Bye.